What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. We are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, we got nothing for 4K Spotlight or Through the Wall. So we will just be straight... Ju- wow. Jumping straight into our headliner of the evening, which will be our review of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. So, Caleb, what do you say we get started? I say let's do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right. So, like we said, or like I said, whatever uh we are skipping over 4k spotlight and through the wall because we ain't got jack shit to talk about um so getting into our headliner of the evening which will be our review of shazam fury of the gods caleb do you want to break down movies on this podcast i would love to if you are new to our breakdown system we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade, as well as a percentage that doesn't really matter too much. Um... But it is fun for us to see where this movie ranks within that uh that grade category or that grade uh, whatever where wherever it's we have a ranking we have an official ranking it's fun to see where they land <laughs> uh so yeah that's how we uh break down movies uh yes thank you i don't I don't know why I took a huge part anyway um I'm killing it. Uh, I, I just want yeah, to did, you, like you seriously had me thinking. I'm like, uh, did I miss something? <laughs> yes, you did. Yep. Yes. Yes, you did. Did um, I really? What? I, oh no. Okay. I, the reading with Rose. <laughs> yeah. God, man. How how dare you skip over my my specialty, my moment yeah, no. to shine. Oh, we also missed question of the week. Dude, you actually, we suck. <laughs> I know we're having a a freaking day. Um, I don't know you. I'm having a freaking life. <laughs> yeah, no uh, shit, dude. Um. Anyway, so if you if you guys happen to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Elbros, or in TikTok. Um, we posted a question of the week for Shazam: Fury of the Gods. And we asked between Solomon's wisdom, Hercules' strength, Atlas's stamina, Zeus's power, Achilles' courage, and Mercury's speed, which of those abilities would you like to have? And we did get a few responses on that TikTok. And only one of them is actually answering the question. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um 
so the first one, I'll just go through the ones that have nothing to do with our question of the week. It's just more asking us to uh, do a recommendation video about these movies. Uh, so the first one we got is from Motion Bricks underscore, who said, uh, do Indiana Jones. Uh, then we have a response from uh, a Robert. Who says, day one of asking for Fast and Furious series. There's probably going to be a lot of those days because I've only seen one, Tokyo you know, Drift, you, and maybe eight. If you want to break those, if you want to review those, by all means. Um, but I'm sorry, for me, he's going to be asking a lot of days, or she. Because uh, I think those movies are dumb, and I refuse to watch them. I do, too. The first one was <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I've only seen uh, two. That well, okay. I haven't seen two. I've only seen the second one. Oh, so two that's fast, all I need. Too furious. Yep, that's the only one I've seen, and that's all I need to see. Yeah. Fair. Um. All right. Next, we got a response from Jacob Thurston, who says, "Can you do Hustle?" I've never heard of that movie. I think that's the oh, one yeah. with Anne Hathaway and. Rebel Wilson. Let's double check. I'm pretty sure you're right. I... Or is it the uh, movie with Adam Sandler? That's on Netflix. I don't know. They didn't specify. It just says, can you do Hustle? Uh, let's see. Well, now I'm going to... Okay, so it's the one that you're thinking of is Anne Hathaway and... Yeah, so yeah, that one's Hustle too. Or that one's The Hustle. So there's Hustle and The Hustle. So he doesn't say the hustle. So he just, so says, it just hustle. says hustle. So if I had to guess, I'm assuming talking about the uh, Adam Sandler movie that's on Netflix. I have not seen that one. I have not either. But is it? It's not a Netflix exclusive, is it? Uh, it might be. Does it have the Netflix Netflix tag on it? Uh yes it is yeah so yeah it's a Netflix original film okay I have not heard or seen anything about that movie so I have not either so that's that but... one's definitely in the maybe pile <laughs> yeah I'm intrigued <laughs> um unfortunately we get a lot of suggestions and we can't do all of them <laughs> yes as much as we would love to um so let's see the next one we got is. Level Lundgren or or Levi Lundgren, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let yeah Levi Lundgren one eight seven, uh, who asked us to do the Wolf of Wall Street. Still have not seen that movie. I need uh, to. Same here, and I've just not been able to make it through the whole thing. <laughs> oh shit! Really? I haven't even seen like anything of it, so. I try. So I think what happened, it wasn't because it, I, I didn't like the movie. I think I was watching it and then something came up. I had to, t I had to turn it off for whatever reason. And then I just kind of never came back to it. Gotcha. But again, that's not anything to say negative about the movie. Like, I feel like the movie was, itself was really good. I just, I kind of a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> No, no. Just kidding. All right. Um, next, we got a res 
We got one from Grand Theft Auto Editor, or the the real Jagged James Twenty Four, uh, who says, "Can you try rating the bad guys?" Thanks. And that one's definitely on the list because we freaking love the bad guys. Yes, I thought we did that one already, but I forgot that we did. We did the. Well, I don't think we were doing our system yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That is an older movie. So you can scroll down, but it's not in the, the format that we uh, currently use. Yeah. Um. Yep. Good catch. All right. The next one is kind of in relation to the, the movie. <laughs> I say that kind of. Yeah. So... This next response we got is from uh, the Epic Crack. I think he's reference. I know. I think he's referencing the uh, South Park video game because his oh, name okay. is uh, Fractured Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Love this um, guy already. Yeah, and uh, but they said, "Did you mean Shazam- Shazambles Fury of the Mid?" <laughs> <laughs> damn okay well we definitely know how he felt about the movie yeah unfortunately no because i don't know about you i know you liked it a little less than i did but i actually really enjoyed this movie i'll, I'll get into it well, you'll, oh, you'll, you'll see what i thought about this movie <laughs> and then our last response and one that actually like answered our question of the week uh, comes from our good friend DJ over at the Untrained Eye. Um, and he said, Solomon's wisdom was my gut reaction. Uh, I think when I was a kid, I would have picked Zeus or Hercules. But I think or I think God himself granting you wisdom is probably the move. Once you have the wisdom to yield strength and power, boom, you've got three for the price of one. I love it. Thank you, DJ. Always coming through. I know, dude. That one was like super well thought out. Yeah, that was really I mean, unfortunately, he wouldn't have the power of Zeus or strength of Hercules because he chose wisdom, but... (laughs) A for effort. (laughs) Dude, wouldn't that be the shit? Like, you you think you're making like the, the good call and you're just like, you know what? I'm choosing Solomon's wisdom. And then as soon as you get his wisdom, it's like, you probably should have chosen Zeus's power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, But we'll we'll get into the, uh, into this. Like, obviously this isn't any any spoiler or whatever. Actually, it kind of is. Never mind. I, I won't say it now, but. Yes, great, great response. Like I said, super well thought out. So, we freaking love DJ, and uh, we will be having him on next week uh, for a really fun episode. <laughs> it's going to be more fun than the movie. Probably. <laughs> you are probably not wrong there. All right, Dude, well, thank literally, you to I everyone. can just see. Oh, sorry. No, it's just. What were you saying? No, I was gonna, like next week. I could see it being like uh, we get off tangent, just talking about like g- everything that's god awful about this certain movie, and then we're just like, 
Oh yeah, the story. Yeah, uh, sixty-five. Okay, getting back to our tangent. It's uh, <laughs> gonna be for every single. It's gonna be for every single category. Honestly, probably. <laughs> I will say this is next week's episode is one that I'm like I've been really excited to talk about. So, um, but we're here to talk about Shazam today. Uh, so. If you so, thank you for to everyone that answered our question of the week. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we would appreciate more responses to our actual question, but instead of just still... movie recommendations, but we'll, yeah. take, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. We will definitely take uh... it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So if you if you have not seen. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Yet, wait for streaming. I'm just kidding. Oh damn, dude! I'm ki- <laughs> I'm all, I'm only somewhat kidding. <laughs> only somewhat kidding. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you do- Okay, whatever. Go see it first. <laughs> there are some spoilers, and honestly, we'll we'll be getting into this. I, I, I I'm. I'm trying real hard to wait after our spoiler warning, which we're like right there, but still. <laughs> if you have not seen this movie, go check it out. Do not watch any if you have if you've only seen a like a single trailer for it, don't watch anything else. Seriously, it will spoil the whole freaking movie for you. Yeah, no it's shit. Bullshit. So, go check this movie out. It is good despite what Rose is trying to trick you into believing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I never said then, it was bad. Yeah, you're not saying it's good either. <laughs> oh shit! So go check it out, and then come back and listen to this episode. Um. So yeah. So past this, if you listen past this point, we are going to spoil the entire movie for you uh, with our favorite segment that we like to call reading with rose with two e's with two e's all right two years after thaddeus savannah's defeat is that how you say his name is it savannah or savannah uh savannah okay just double checking uh hespera i'm probably butchering that's probably not hespera is it uh i don't know i don't have the wiki page for this open <laughs> Come on, Caleb. I never have it open. The only reason I have it open is when there are hard names for you. I thought you could handle sh- Shazam. Well, not when it's like talking about uh, like different Egyptian d- Egyptian names. It's not uh, these Egyptian are Greek. names. Yeah, and sorry. It- I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Hespera. Hespera. I never would have guessed that. If I'm being honest here. Okay. Hes. Well, actually, wait. No. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, it's like exactly how it's spelled. I'm going to shut the hell up now. Okay. <laughs> Hespera and Calypso, two of the daughters of the Titan Atlas, break into the Acropolis Museum in Athens, Greece, to steal the wizard's broken staff. The two then take it to the wizard, imprisoned in the god's realm, and force him to repair the staff and activate its powers. In Philadelphia, Billy Batson and his Shazam... They did not call it a Shazam. Oh my hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm out. Freaking stupid. 
Chizamily of foster siblings save people on the collapsing Benjamin Franklin Bridge, but are called out for its destruction. The group is drifting apart at home due to their growing up and having personal interests. Billy is worried about being kicked out of the Vasco's family after he turns 18 and ages out of the foster system. In a dream as Shazam, Billy is warned by the wizard about his... Hesper... Is it Hespera? Is that how it is? Hespera. Hespera. God freaking damn it. Hespera... And Calypso, he and the Shazamly research the daughters. Freddie Freeman, uh, still bullied at school, falls for a new girl named Anne. Gr- yeah, so I'm really effing this up. To whom he shows off his superhero self. Hespera and Calypso arrive with a staff and steal Freddie's powers. Anne is revealed to be their youngest sister, An- Anthea. Billy and the other Shazamly try. I'm not saying Shazamly. Billy and the other Shazam members, I'm going to say that, try to save Freddy, but the daughters kidnap him and place an indestructible dome around the city, trapping everyone inside. Freddy is imprisoned along with the wizard in the, in the god's realm. Hespera and Calypso reveal they want revenge because the wizard killed their father. Meanwhile, the, the Shazam... What did I say? I Just completely, say the Shazam family. All right, there. Okay, the Shazam family enter the Rock of Eternity, where they encounter a sentient pen named Steve, which they use to draft a letter to Hespera as a as a negotiation for Freddy's release. Billy meets Hespera, and while the meeting is initially cordial, she and Calypso soon fight with the Shazam family. Pedro loses his powers during the fight, while Hespera is captured and returned to the Rock. Hespera easily breaks out and steals the golden apple, the seed of the Tree of Life. Meanwhile, Freddy and the wizard try to escape the god's realm with a sympathetic Anthea's help just as Hespera returns with the apple. The daughters argue as Hespera and Anthea use want to use the apple to revive their realm while Calypso wishes to plant it on earth to conquer it. Freddy steals the apple but is discovered though Billy and the Shazam family show up and Freddy reacquires his powers. Billy and the Shazam family emerge with the wizard in the Vasquez home, where they reveal their secret identities to their foster parents. Calypso appears with a dragon named Ladin, 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 I'm just going to say that, uh, to acquire the apple. All but Billy lose their powers in the skirmish, while Calypso retrieves the apple. Calypso mortally wounds Hespera and depowers Anthea when they object to her destructive plan. Calypso plants the tree at Citizens Bank Park, which spawns monsters that attack the city. Billy, in despair, asks the, wizard, asks the wizard to revoke his powers, though the wizard assures him he is a true hero. Heeding the wizard's words, Billy turns into Shazam and flies off to stop Calypso, while the Shazam family enlists the help of unicorns to fend off the monsters in the city. Meanwhile, Billy persuades a dying Hespera to help him stop Calypso, realizing the dome reacts... Violently to his lightning, Billy lures Calypso to the park while Hespera shrinks the dome to contain them. Billy fights Calypso and Layden before killing them both by overloading the staff with electricity, destroying the tree and Calypso's army with them at the cost of his own life. Hespera acknowledges Billy as both a hero and a god before succumbing to her wounds and dying. Anthea brings Billy's grieving family to the god's realm for his burial. Diana Prince, the last living being with godly powers, appears and repairs the staff, imbuing it with her power and using it to revive the god's realm and resurrect Billy. Billy then uses the staff to restore his siblings' powers. The Shazam family fixes their home while Anthea and the wizard take up residence on Earth. In a mid-credits scene, Emily, Amelia Harcourt and John Econ... E- um, John Econimos. Ec- 
Economos, thank you, attempt to recruit Billy into the Justice Society on behalf of Amanda Waller. In a post-credit scene, a still-incarcerated Savannah encounters Mr. Mind once again, infuriated with him that he hasn't begun to enacting their plan yet, with Mind insisting that more needs to be done first. I wasn't able to stick around for that last one. Oh, you weren't? Oh, yeah, you didn't miss much. I, I figured. Like, I... I I was pissed off because we had to um, we had to leave. Like, I luckily I was able to stay to see the mid credit, um, where he was, where they were trying to recruit him, um, but I wasn't able to stick around for the last one. So that's like I said. I mean, well, the last time that we saw Mister Mind was he a caterpillar? Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you didn't miss much. He was still a caterpillar. It was basically the exact same thing that the last end credit scene was. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, there are some story notes that I want to make. Okay. The first one that I'm going to address is the whole, like, not knowing what his name is. Like, I... Like, because he says it. Like, at the end of the the first movie, they say, like, when he gives the the power, or the powers to his his family, he grabs the staff, puts it down, and he says, say my name. And they all say Billy. And he's like, no, the name I say to turn into this guy. And they're like, oh, Shazam. Right? Yeah. So, isn't that his superhero name <laughs> yeah exactly the, the, the issue would have or should have been for everyone else yeah like trying to figure out what their super names are not freaking billy <laughs> yeah i'm thinking let's go shazammy shazamo shazam we i don't know yeah like it was kind of ridiculous because what did they do captain every power <laughs> Yep, yeah. And then Captain Every Power Jr. Yeah, which, which is kind of funny. Because, it was, yeah. Like, it, at least between um, Billy and Freddy, because in, like, the old comics, like, way back when Billy Batson was called Captain Marvel, um, yeah, Billy went by Captain Marvel, and Freddy went by Captain Marvel Jr., and so they just kind of, oh, okay. like, flip-flopped it. I like that. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, fun little call out there. Um, But yeah, so that's, like, one story issue that I had that I felt was just bullshit. I'm just like, just call him... Like, it's, it's hard, too, because it's like, I understand where they're coming from, where it's like, they can't really run with that name, and where he's, like, in a weird spot, because saying his name turns him in, like, activates his power. Yeah, fair. Or, like, does the the whole switch. So, being like, you can't call him Shazam, because then you'll, like, zap and turn into your human form. (laughs) So, it's just, I understand the issues, and I feel like the, uh, I feel like they should be able to say Shazam without him actually transforming. Like, it should be something that he summons. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if this would work, but, like, maybe the tone that you say it in? I don't think that would work, no. Damn it. 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it just needs to be, like, I don't know. Like, maybe he needs to, like, do something extra where it's not just saying Shazam, where it's like he has to, like, stick his hand out or, like, both fists outward or just just something that makes no. it so it's not, like, where it doesn't feel like he could change on accident. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, especially now that he has this name. Um, yeah, so that was an issue that I, I had, and I feel like that was more of a story issue than anything. Um, my other issue is actually in reference to his relationship with his foster mom. And you know what I'm kind of talking about there? Like the fact that, because... Like, it's been a, a minute. Like, unfortunately, I did not see the first one again before I saw this one. I should have followed in your footsteps with that. But from what I'm remembering, at the end, isn't, like, he he has come into more of a, like, d- doesn't he call her mom in the first one? No. I thought he did. I, I don't recall him calling her mom. Okay, but he, I think like the the big take there was that he he did the he put his hands in like to the family prayer. Yeah, I so guess. it's yeah. So it's like he he's accepted them as his family, but not maybe not quite ready to give up the give the title of mom, which is. Uh... I mean, because I can't speak from experience because I've I've never been adopted or anything like that. So, like, I don't want to say, well, oh, if you're ex- you're uh, accepting this family, why can't you call, you know, h- him dad? Why can't you call her mom? I can't speak from experience with that because I'm sure it would take, for some people, it takes more time than others. Right. Like, you got to imagine, like, in a, maybe like in a d- divorce situation, like if one of the parents gets remarried. I know, like, there's a lot of times where, like, the kid never calls them, like, dad or mom. Yeah. So I think that it's just, you also got to think, it's only been two years since he fought Savannah. So it's only been two years since he's, like, kind of accepted that his mom abandoned him. So it's, like, it's fresh still. (laughs) At least I feel like it it would be fresh. But I feel like... My my issue is like you got to think of someone like so with the uh, the Vasquez's that so that's the Victor and Rosa they take in foster kids because they were foster kids they were both in the system they both grew up within the system um and they just take kids into their family the issue. Is that I feel like they should know because like they take off and everyone's like, all right, bye mom, bye mom, bye mom. And then Billy's like, bye Rosa. <laughs> and then she like, you can see that she's like almost bothered by that. And I'm like, you should know if you like, if you were in the system, I like, I feel like you would know <laughs> like that. That's, that's fair. Typical or that's not an uncommon thing to do. <laughs> yeah. No, you got a point there. Yeah, so I I just had some issues there, and I think 
where my my main issue lies is maybe not necessarily that he hasn't like doesn't call her mom or that she has issues with that. It's more they address that at the beginning of the movie and then it's addressed at the end of the movie where he finally is like where he calls her mom and I'm just like it that didn't feel earned because it's like we never got to see any scenes between the two of them. Yeah, that is one thing that I have wrong with this movie. I re- like I get that we get to see a lot of the Shazam family in this movie a lot more than we saw in the first one, but I wish it would have focused a little more on the actual family aspect, especially the parents. I wanted to see that more. Agreed. I think that they needed uh, better growth between them because it just felt it felt forced. Um, and one thing, and I, I, I really hope that I don't get hate for this. <laughs> they could have cut the whole Pedro coming out completely. Like, that added absolutely nothing to the story whatsoever. See, I had nothing wrong with it just because it was it was very subtle. Like, was it, though? I felt it, for the most part, I felt it was. Like, I, I don't know, maybe, like, I'm not bashing on you, but maybe just because, like, I, I hope I don't come across as a dick saying this. Um, maybe like the fact that, you know, I'm, I am part of that community that like, I love seeing that kind of stuff. So, you know, the fact that the whole scene with, uh, them, uh, Pedro, when they say, oh, you know, we're, we're superheroes and Pedro's the one that says, oh, I'm gay. And, uh, Billy's just like, oh, we already knew buddy. And like, they have like a really sweet moment and then they just move on. They don't make a huge deal about it. I loved that. Yeah. But it's like, they hinted at it. A lot throughout this movie, like they they start off with it being like, like I mean, you saw like Pedro and Rosa were watching baseball, and then then he's like looking at pictures of guys and like in the baseball magazines. Like it's more they hinted at it a few times, where like even like Pedro's was like like later in the movie, he's just like, "Uh, I got to go. Watch baseball. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, okay, we know what you're doing. And then, like, the, it's just, my issue was that it didn't add anything to the story. It didn't, like, other than just letting us I know th- that that's something. I think what they, because if I'm remembering the first movie right, Pedro doesn't really have a lot of, like, nothing against the actors that play both his his human version and the Shazam version doesn't really get a lot of character growth, doesn't have a huge character arc, doesn't really have much to do as a character. And so they yeah, wanted have to have anything do, as a, to do as a character in this either. I feel he did a little bit and I th- the only reason is because of the whole like oh hey, we got to showcase that, you know, Pedro is gay but he's afraid to come out. He's giving these subtle hints, but will he actually ever come out? And like I said, I hope I don't sound like a dick to you that maybe I liked I liked it because I'm part of the community and I love seeing that kind of shit. I do too. Like like don't get me wrong, I absolutely love seeing stuff like that. I just wish they would have done it better. And that's fair. That that is completely fair. But I like I 
I'm glad that it was included in the movie. I would not have cut it out. I think him being gay, I would have kept in. I I don't think I would have made a, as big a, a deal about it. Like maybe oh. like I can't remember if there were any subtle like anything in the first one with it, but like maybe just do. Like, I think what they should have done is maybe, like, the whole, like, basketball, like, not basketball, I'm sorry, them watching baseball at the beginning, keep that, don't do the whole magazine, everything. Maybe still keep the line when he's just like, oh, I gotta go watch baseball, but I don't know, you maybe be able to keep that out. Honestly, just, like, the beginning, and then at the end when he says, I'm gay. Like... I, I feel that the way that the lines that he has, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, really getting into this. And, like, the, the like, you just, I don't know, you could tell that it's just, like, yeah, he's not into it for the actual baseball. He's into it for another type of ball, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was right there. I had to. Yeah, but, I mean, I get you. I, I definitely get you there. Um, I think... And I get you there, too. I th- I think my, my main thing was I feel maybe they could have used that time to develop Billy's relationship with Rosa a bit better. That is fair. And, like, as much as I, like, hate to say it, like, I think that Pedro could have just been sidelined again. I mean, because it, it was Pedro and Darla were both like Darla, especially like she was sidelined the hell out of. Yeah, she was. So it's just like, hey, I mean, if you're going to sideline a character, sideline a character. I mean, yeah. Eugene had enough to do. I think Freddie was. I don't know. I thought Eugene was so sidelined in this one compared to the first. I think it made sense. For, for it, him, because it it's like... It did, but just, I don't know, it kind of sucked. I missed the guy. Yeah, I mean, like, with with Eugene, his thing was, like, going to map out the, the what, the Hall of Doors, or whatever the hell that is? I, yeah, that's honestly what it is. Yeah, so that, I think it made sense why he... Like, it seems like he was almost, like, not digging being a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I do, like, seriously. I don't know, even, like, the way that he walked, like, when it was, like, the group walk, and they said, she's, yeah, he was he was walking with, oh, I really don't give a shit about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that was my, my only, like, real issue. I, you know what I personally would have done? I would have, so I would have developed Rosa's and Billy's relationship a bit more. I would have made... Uh, Victor a lot more suspicious of the kids being superheroes and then when they like finally like come bashing like barging into their bedroom and they're like we're superheroes I would have much preferred them to just kind of sit there in shock and then him be like I knew it (laughs) yeah I would have liked that much better yeah I think it would have come off as like super funny yeah like and like the way that I imagine it too like is if they did the, like the exact same scene with uh, like exactly how it played out with Pedro too, where they're like, "All right, it's time to tell everyone, guys," and then they're all, "We're superheroes," and then Pedro's, "I'm gay," and then Victor's like, "I knew it!" Like, 
and then it's like I the the superheroes. I also knew about you, Pedro, but <laughs> but and like just something like that. Yeah, like still addressing like the Pedro thing, but like I think that would have been really freaking funny. No, I I can definitely agree with that. Um, I think they probably could have gotten away with doing it a lot earlier too, but I mean the pacing with that felt felt right, so no issues there. Um, what did you think of uh, the daughters of Atlas? They were fine. Um, <clears throat> I kind of thought they were just like I felt that Helen. Oh God, what's Helen Mirren's character? Um, Hespera. Hespera, and even um, their youngest sister. Uh, oh my God, Anthea. Anthea. I don't know. To me, they were just bland. Like they were all right. Lucy Lou's Calypso, I had a I had a really fun time watching her whenever she was on screen because you could definitely tell that she was having a fun time playing a villain, and it it really showed. Like honestly, I want Lucy Lou to play more villains after this movie because she she does a really good job. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we, we already we got our disagreement. Disagree- yep, we have a disagreement. Well, we already there. had a disagreement. Okay, but here's another one. <laughs> This is more of an acting issue, so I will save it for for acting, like my issues. Okay. Um, I do feel like yes, Calypso was a very good villain, like someone who's just very uh, hell bent on revenge. Where and it felt like Hespera was kind of going that route too, but I think she just wanted. It felt like Hespera wanted more justice than anything, and Thea didn't like. Just kind of was like, why don't we just leave him alone? <laughs> Yeah. Um. Honestly, so, when yeah. it was revealed that Anthea was uh, the third sister, I, I'm sorry, I was just like, well, this is kind of stupid. Like, it honestly <laughs> really was. Like, I honestly really just wanted her to be Freddy's love interest. I'd have been fine with that. I, I did not need her to turn out to be the third sister. Dude, it's because they don't... It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it really did. Like, we don't get, like, a little tease about it or anything. Like, I think it would have been a lot more effective had the introduction to the Daughters of Atlas been where all three of them come into the the museum and do that thing. And then you see Anthea kind of... Maybe, like, she keeps her mask on and everything, but you see her have that, uh, that, maybe that issue or struggle or hesitancy about doing whatever Calypso did to the patrons of the museum. Yeah, can we talk about how effed up that was? Like, Jesus. Oh my gosh, that was jacked up, dude. So, I mean, that made her, like, I don't think they utilized that ability enough. They did not. Like, she used it in the museum, she used it on on Freddy, and then she freaking used it on that teacher. <laughs> Which, that was jacked. Yeah, seriously. I liked that guy. Freaking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I think I think they could have gotten away with doing like a reveal like that. Like I think they they what they could have done is show that there is a third sister 
And then it's like, oh, random new girl, like, make us suspicious. Yeah, I would have liked that. Yeah, so, I mean, it worked for what they did um, with that. But I, I really dug the, um, where Anthea was just kind of going along, going with the flow. Like, oh, we're going to restore our, like, I think she, her thing, like, she didn't want to do anything evil or anything to, like, compromise like whatever morals she has so it's just like she was along for the ride like trying to be helpful and restore their realm where hespera was seeking justice and like but her ultimate goal was to restore the realm where calypso was just full hell-bent on revenge so i think that the contrast between those three was was great i'll give you that um I got a question for you. What's um, that? Because me and Christina both agree with this. Doesn't Billy, when he's in Shazam form, act a little too childish for someone else? Very that is much so. And I was going to okay. bring that up in acting. Okay, yeah, I guess it's more of an acting thing. Okay, so we'll save it for that. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Okay, okay, awesome. Uh, but other story... I mean, do you have any other story issues? Like, like the plot is decent. Like, I, I do like like that for the sequel, they decide to expand on the fans in it a lot more. Um, but you can definitely tell that uh, they definitely wanted to focus on certain members more. And so, like Caleb said, that some of the uh, most of the family does get uh, the side does get sidelined. Yeah, I think the most like maybe from most sideline to least it's probably darla at most then pedro then eugene then mary freddie and billy have the most to do mine would be different really i I, yeah i feel eugene is sidelined the most then darla then um wow his uh (laughs) sorry pedro Uh, Pedro, thank you. Then, um... Fuh! I already forgot her name. Mary. Uh, Mary, thank you. And then Freddy, and then Billy. Dude, I will say this. If anyone got sidelined the most, it was Billy. Dude, straight up. Asher Angel was barely in this freaking movie, and it pissed me off. I know. Because he does such a I loved him so much as Billy Batson in the first one. My honestly, I think I probably liked him more than Zachary Levi. Um but I'll say this they should have done the family meetings in kid form. Yes. Thank you. They really should have. Because it pissed me off that Asher Angel is like probably like all together in this movie for like less than five minutes of screen time. It's bullshit. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed a lot. I'm like, they're spending a lot of time as their super powered, their super powered selves. And that's like all of the kids are good actors. They're not. There's nothing wrong with them. So I don't understand why you can't have the meeting as them as kids. Yeah. Like, don't be wrong. All the actors that play them as like the sh- the Shazam versions of them are great too. No, b- both versions are great. I think it would have been a lot better if it were was them as their human form. Um, 
So where where you sit? Like I, other than that, like other than like the stuff that we've already brought up, the story itself. Like if you if you're just getting bare bones, like I think we're getting into more like individual characterizations. But I think story itself, like the story was pretty freaking good. I thought I thought it was just good. I I would say it's on par with the first one. I I think the first one's story is a lot. So for me, story wise, I'm at a seventy five. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm not too much higher than you. I am higher, but I mean I might just I might be at like a seventy nine. There. Like I said, a little higher, but not like crazy higher. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on over to writing. Um, I I'm actually pretty. I'm a little higher than story on this because I feel the writing was spot on. I will definitely say that. Yeah, I'm definitely higher uh, with writing uh, than story. Um. I will say there are a couple of jokes that went on for far too long. Um, the whole uh, the wizard uh, not remembering Freddy's name. It was funny the first time. Well, okay, I don't think it was like a joke. I think he was just doing it to be a dick. <laughs> even that, even if it's just to be a dick, I, f- I feel it went on for far too long. Fair. But that's just me. Um, There is... Okay. <laughs> We had me, uh, me and Christina had a very interesting theater experience with this one. Um, oh one because, yeah, well, so, so there was there was a dad that brought his, uh, I think, five sons to this movie. Oh, and man. literally the moment that he sat down, we both hated him because he, I think, one kid accidentally like went far too over on the seat count, and he literally leans over to his son. It's just like, are you guys freaking? R word, oh, and I want to be like, "Are you freaking kidding me, dude?" Okay, yeah, so you're just straight, a straight up asshole. You can kiss my ass, dude. Um, and then, like, <laughs> maybe I'm just an asshole here. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, remember, I think he's the asshole. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. That the, the, this is something to do with one of his kids. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> remember the the scene where um Billy is having uh, a uh a uh, fantasy about him being on a date with Wonder Woman and then uh yes. it turns in and then uh the wizard's face appears on Wonder Woman's body. Yeah. There was a kid one of his kids straight up would not stop laughing at that scene even 5 minutes after that scene happened. The the kid oh, just thought it was the funniest thing ever and I <laughs> I wanted to shout out it's not even that funny. <laughs> The kid would not shut up. This is, like I said, it was the funniest thing ever to him. Oh man, Dude, I maybe I chuckled, like, but it wasn't that funny. I feel like I'd be the asshole with my kids. Like if they did something like that, like where they were laughing too long at something, I'd like lean over, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same. <laughs> I I really, I'm so anal about. Like the way that I watch movies or when I go to the theater, because if anyone does anything to distract me from the movie, I'm ready to freaking throw hands. Oh, dude, same here. 
the the slightest bit of screen that I see, I literally just want to shout out. Are you freaking kidding me? You pay ten bucks for the shit, and you have to. Oh, I gotta check my Facebook. You paid ten bucks to see this shit. Why aren't you focused on this? <laughs> okay, I gotta tell you. <laughs> you oh god. I. So me and Brielle went to this movie t- today, like as of the day that we were recording. Um, in the middle of the movie, she pulled out her phone to check and see if there were tickets available for a another movie later in the month. And Brielle. I was, I, I know I was, I was pissed. Like, I leaned over and I was just like, what are you doing? Just like, oh, like, because she was making it seem like it was the sitter. And I'm just, she's she's not even over yet. I'm like, we're in the middle of the movie. We're not leaving. And I'm like, so I don't know what you expect us to do. Like, it's not an emergency. Like, I understand. Like, if we got an emergency text, definitely, like, handle it. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was just her. It was just her being like, "Oh, Iris isn't really enjoying the dog because she she had to bring her uh, her dog today." Yeah. So she's just more telling Brielle like, "Oh, Iris isn't really enjoying the dog," and I'm like, "Okay, I see that." Like, hey, your kid isn't liking the dog. Nothing I can do about that. Put my phone away. But her, she saw the message and then he like went on the website and I like watch the movie, and she's just like. It was the sitter. And I'm like, on the freaking theater website? Bullshit. Put your phone away. <laughs> was she not into this movie? Did she not like it? I don't know. Dude, like... <laughs> I'm very intrigued because it doesn't seem like she liked it that much. I don't know, dude, because it's... <laughs> it's oh, shit. I will say this. like, If there's anywhere where me and Brielle are just like so completely opposite where it's a it borderlines incompatible it's movie it's watching way, it's movie watching okay because with me if there's a movie or a show that i haven't seen before my my utmost attention is on that movie like my yeah, phone is put here. away or like it's off to the side i'm not touching it i'm focusing on the movie i will not pause it unless i'm like if, unless i'm at home I will. I try my best not to pause it. Like I will freaking let my bladder jack me up a little bit, if like to avoid um, pausing. But I mean, I will if I have to. I'm not doing anything else. My full attention is on the movie. Whereas, Brielle, she will do random shit and not even like she'll like she'll say, "Oh, let's watch this movie." Like I haven't seen it before. Okay, let's do it. We'll put the movie on in our room, and she'll start, like, folding laundry. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, you're not even watching. And then she's just like, I am. And I'm like, are you? And then, like, something, like, will happen that's more visual. And I'm like, what just happened? And then she won't be able to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I do have a question about that. What movie was she looking at to buy tickets for later next month? Um... The Land Before Time. Oh, they're showcasing. That. Yeah, the, the, it was. It's a like a <laughs> old movie showcase, and she was looking for tickets for Land Before Time, and I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> holy shit, dude, that's hilarious. 
Yeah, like I said, this is the pro- this is the only part of our relationship where we are like utter complete opposites, bordering incompatible. But oh, dude, that's funny. It is so aggravating because she like she'll ask like she wants me to watch Mandalorian with her, and I remember watching season two damn near all by myself. Mm. And so I was like, okay, and then I watched Boba Fett, and she's like. I started watching Mandalorian season three. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, watching Mandalorian. I'm like, what? And she's like, I thought we were watching that together. And I'm like, are you, what made you think that? <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't even watch Boba Fett with me. And she's just like, oh, well. And like, she has her excuse. And then I, was, I wanted to watch the new episode, which I still haven't. I still haven't seen three yet. Um, But she, <laughs> she, um. I ask her, like, she comes in to the front room, and she's watching some bullshit show on her tablet, not even paying attention to it. And I'm like, hey, do you want to watch Mandalorian? Like, while we're here? Like, it's before the the sitter's coming. Like, we're waiting on her. Like, it's still about, like, an hour or two before she... I'm like, hey, you want to watch Mandalorian? And she's just like, oh, like, like not yet. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm going to turn on Shazam, like, and then, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn on Shazam, so I turned on the first Shazam and watched that, but then she, like, came out, and she's like, if we watch Mandalorian, are you okay if I, like, fold clothes? And I'm like, no! (laughs) Like, pay attention! (laughs) Like, there's so many, like, visual things that you need to, that you'll miss if you're not paying attention. So, it, I love my wife to death. (laughs) But the way that she watches movies makes me want to peel my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Anyway, that's 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 my quick little rant because she, like, just your theater experience. Like, there. Oh, speaking of, like, my theater experience, there was some dude who didn't wasn't didn't even watch half the movie. The hell was he doing? So he kept leaving. <laughs> Like so, when we came in, he was sitting in the back row, um, like in the in the corner. Yeah. And I would catch it like he was playing on his phone, like, and it was it was it was obviously a game because there was like a lot of color on his phone. Okay. And so he'd play for a little bit, then it like it'd go dark, and then I'd see him get up and leave, and he'd be gone for like a really good portion of the movie, and then he'd come back. And then he'd do this, it's like the same process. Like he'd play on his phone, get up, leave for like an indeterminate amount of time, and then come back. And I'm like, what the hell is this dude doing? <laughs> oh, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, like I hate when. <laughs> I, I, I probably sound like such a dude saying this. I don't like when people don't watch the movies right. <laughs> oh, man. Like, honestly, the only person that <laughs> watches movies correctly is you. <laughs> that yes. I've, like, been with. Because, like, you get it. Like, if you have, like, if you get a, a message on your phone, like, not very often, like, but you'll you'll check it. But you'll, like, immediately put it away. I actually will not. I don't, sh- I don't know if I did back I, then. No, like, but... I think... I think out of all the times we've gone to see movies, you've maybe checked your phone like once. Okay. And I think it was just I because you were you're, to check it now. 
yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I'm just like my phone will be going off, and I'm like, "F it." (laughs) Yep. Like it's not like I'm leaving. (laughs) My work could be burning down. I don't care. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Gosh, I forgot what, what why we got off topic like that. I was just talking about our theatrical experience. I forgot too. So writing. Yeah, so writing. <laughs> solid. Pretty solid. It was. I feel like they had some really good bits. Um I think there were some jokes that maybe went on a little long. I think the whole thing with Anthea was a little kind of out of nowhere. But straight up. Overall I think it, it worked. It 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 did. Um I seriously hate so much. I I should have said this a story. I hate so much that that freaking Wonder Woman cameo was spoiled in the TV spots. Dude, I they were so, so desperate for people to go see this movie. Dude, I would have been so happy when her theme kicks in and I see her for the first time. I'm like, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman's back. It's freaking awesome. No, I'm just like, yep, knew that was coming. Yeah, like when they're literally burying him and like Freddie puts the picture on his grave, I'm just like, yeah, I already know this atmosphere. I know Wonder Woman's coming to this to the rescue. Exactly, I dude. I already exactly. know how this is playing out. Dude, and all I have to say is Shazam better freaking come back. Like uh Zachary Levi, he better freaking come make an appearance in the new DC universe. For how tight him and, uh, oh my god, James Gunn are, I don't see any problems with that. And he's also tight with Peter Safran, so he's he's got a future. He better, because I'm all I'll say is if they, if they know that this version of Shazam is not going to be in the future DC universe, they missed an amazing opportunity to, to just let like this would have been like a, such a good like final chapter for him like if they would have just like let him die that would have been like amazing like heartbreaking but amazing yeah so i think that would it was a missed opportunity and all i have to say is he better freaking make an appearance in the dc universe if they recast Billy Batson and Shazam, I'm going to be beyond pissed. Same here, man. Same here. So, anyway. <laughs> um, I will say, there were some, like, good jokes out of that, though, when he, like, did, um, like, come back to life, and they're just like, ah, zombie! That Yeah, that, that was good. And then when he's just like, what the hell, guys? I was dead for, like, what, two minutes? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Um, Think of something else. So he... I'm, I'm just realizing, he was dead as Billy. Yeah, yeah, he was. So there's no good reason that he should have been Shazam when he came out of that grave. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. That yeah, that made no sense. Yep. So, Plot definitely holes. some issues 
plot hole there. But I mean, that's such a minor gripe. I'm true. Overall, though, I think the writing was on point. Very little wasted dialogue, if any. Like the, I will say, I I enjoyed some of these jokes more than the first. Like I I, I can definitely agree with that one. Like I think one of my favorite jokes is when he's fighting against Hespera in that like little underground area and she's like forming that that ball and about to throw it at him and he's just like did did your father had super speed and then he swaps them places and he's like nope <laughs> that yeah that, that like right one. after a freaking just wrecks her <laughs> <laughs> easily my favorite joke um i i will admit i um maybe i shouldn't have Oh no, I thought it was fine. The whole um Billy's Shazam character when he like is pretending that the cards are heavy, he's just like, No, it's actually, actually it's not hard at all. <laughs> I did I did chuckle at that. That that was pretty funny. Yeah, it it's it kind of still gives off that vi- like very much so like it's that vibe that they're kids. Yeah. And I will say this, if there's anyone that does the adaptation between their kid form versus their Shazam form, it's freaking Freddy. Like those yes. two feel perfectly identical. Oh yeah, they they feel like they're just one. A ch- I love. Yeah, which I mean, we'll get into with acting here in a second, but um, yeah, writing wise, I'm I'm decently higher. Like I think I might be at like an eighty six. Like I enjoyed it significantly more than like just the overall story. That that's fair. Um, I think I'll go an eighty. That's fair. All right, moving on over to acting, we have Zachary Levi who played Shazam, Asher Angel who plays Billy Batson, Jack Dylan Grazer who plays Freddie Freeman, Rachel Zegler who plays Anthea. Adam Brody, who plays superhero Freddy. Ross Butler, who plays superhero Eugene. DJ Catrona, who plays superhero Pedro. Grace Carolyn Curry, who plays both versions of uh, Mary. Yeah, is that ever explained? Like, why she, like, her, her human form and Shazam form are the exact same? No. But I okay. think a lot of people didn't really notice that they did a cat or uh, they had someone else playing her. <laughs> oh, oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, like in the first movie, it was the like it was two different people. Like it was it was Grace, it was Grace Curry that played Mary still, but someone else played her superhero form. But her superhero form actress looks so much like her that people thought it was just her playing the same role. Oh, okay. And so when it came to this one, they're just like, screw it. And so like all they did is all they do is just throw her in a little bit more makeup. Interesting. Okay. I mean, you know, save some money. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Megan Good plays superhero Darla. Uh, we have Faith Herman, who plays uh, Kid Darla. Ian Chen, who plays Eugene. 
uh, I'm going to say Hoven Armand, who plays Pedro, or Kid Pedro. Marta Milans, who plays Rosa Vasquez. Cooper Andrews, who plays Victor Vasquez. Then we have Helen Mirren, who plays Hespera. Lucy Liu, who plays Calypso. And then Jaman Hounso, who plays the wizard. So yeah, this uh, this cast list was a little bit longer since we have two versions of everyone. This is true. Um, so this is this is gonna be an interesting one. All right, let's do let's do top three, but then and then the top three Shazam form and kid form. Okay, I think I understood that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't explain that very well, but who who did better at adapting their their Shazam, like, oh, where their kid okay. form matched okay. their Shazam form? Because yeah. I don't know about you, but Billy is not top of my list. <laughs> no, no, he's not. I I would definitely agree with you. Uh, so let's just start off with like top three. Uh. Number three, I'm going to give to Lucy Liu. Uh, I really enjoyed her uh, portrayal as Calypso. Um, it looked like she was having a lot of fun, and because of that, I had a lot of fun uh, watching her. Um, so, yeah, that, so, yeah, I'd give her number three. Uh, number two, number two. Number okay, you know number two, I'll give to Zachary Levi. Um, you can like even though I have problems with how he portrays Billy Batson, he's still really fun to watch on screen. Um, you can definitely tell he has a very fun time playing this role. Um, so I I'd give him number number two. Um, but number one, I gotta give to Jack Dylan Grazer. Grazer, um, I loved him in the first one, and I loved him even more in this one. He is so good in in this. Um, in this role. Um, and li- like we pointed out, even Adam Brody, who plays his superhero form, Freddy does great, but I was talking about Jack Dylan Grazer guy, like all of his jokes, he nails. Um, he has a really good, I feel character arc in this movie and, um, he does a great job with it. So I would give him my number one. Dude. The only one that I disagree with you there is my number three. <laughs> <laughs> okay what's your number yeah three? i i'm exactly the same jack dylan grazer is my top spot he was a freaking powerhouse of acting dude right he really was dude what freaking blew me out of the water is when his uh teacher freaking walked off the the school yeah like damn like that was freaking wild like in his act, like, acting during that scene was just fan freaking tastic. Like his acting through this whole thing was freaking fantastic, and I loved how they they showed like they showed off that Freddy is a freaking powerhouse when even in his human form, like being able to resist the uh, Calypso's chaos magic. And then being able to resist the like the fear paralysis that the dragon does to people, like that was freaking nuts. Uh, my number three though, 
Uh, this one's freaking tough. I think I might have to give it to Grace Curry, who played Mary. That's fair. She was great. Yeah, she was fantastic. Um, I really like just the the heart to heart that she she was having with Billy. Again, I think it would have been a little bit more impactful had it been Billy and not Shazam. But I mean, I it, it worked not. out. So yeah, I'm, I'm I think I'm going to give her my my number three. But yeah, Lucy Liu's a, a really close number four. All right, now let's do like the top three, like portrayals of who did the uh, the changes better between their kid form and and uh, Shazam form. Okay. Um, question with that: Do we do we count Mary considering she's the exact same actress, or no? No. Okay. Just check it yeah, out. So, yes, Mary does not count because it is the same actress. <laughs> okay, got it. So, if I'm doing that, then I'm going to say uh, number three. I don't know, because, like, okay, yeah, num- number three, I'll give to, uh, I'll give, uh, okay, so, so are we saying just, the so are we saying the actors both actors for the roles or yes okay so playing the same character just different versions okay like who did the better adaptation like switching between the two like it still felt like the same person yes okay got it um, so for me, uh, number three, I would give to Yovan Armand and DJ Katrona, who played, both played Pedro. Um, I feel like, I, f- this is nothing against the actors, but I feel like Pedro is a very, like, kind of melatonin, uh, character. He, uh, like, he'll, he'll, like, he'll have the moments where he, like, he, like, he, uh, he needs to say something big, and so, like, it's portrayed like that, but for the most part, he's just a melatonin character. He's kind of in the nicest way possible. He's kind of just there. Um, but I feel that these both, uh, both these actors, uh, do a good job transitioning between them and it still feels like the same character. Uh, number two, I would give to Faith Herman and apologies. So Faith Herman and Megan Good, who play both play Darla, I loved both of these performances in the first one, and I loved them just as much in this one. Um, like honestly, still feels like the exact same character uh, for how excited they both get, um, just for how giddy they both are. It's just great watching the both of these actresses when they are on screen. I just have such a great time with them. Um, so sh- uh, both those ladies would be my number two. And then number one, uh, I got to give to Jack Dylan Grazer and Adam Brody, who play Freddy. Um, like Kayla pointed out, it's literally uh, they, they are the same person. It, the transition is is flawless. Um, it's just perfect. It truly feels like the exact same character, and I love it so much. So that would be my top three. Ooh, damn. Dude, this one was a tough one because... Dude, right? And I'm, so I... I gotta say, out of the 
the changes, the difference between Zachary Levi and Asher Angel is probably the weakest of all of the Shazam family. Yeah, I would honestly rank him last. Yeah. And who that that's a that's a tough thing to say cuz really I is. am absolutely with you. My the, again, the only change I would probably give uh I would probably give my number 3 spot to Ross Butler and Ian Chen who played Eugene. That's fair. It was honestly a coin flip between you. Yeah, it was real close. But again, so like if I had to do it in order, it would be Freddy on top, or the portrayal of Freddy on top. Then, again, my number two, same as you, Darla. Uh, my number three, I'm like I said, given to Eugene, and then Pedro, and then Billy. And again, we're not counting Mary because it's the same person. <laughs> yep. If it was the first one, it would be different, but not this time. Yeah, so I think you hit it right on the head with everything about Darla. And again, same thing with Freddy. Like, I think they did such a good job. Like, I would love to see the interaction that Jack Dylan Grazer had with Adam Brody. To, because like supposedly... Zachary Levi and Asher Angel hung out a lot and tried to like match the tones, but I think Zachary Levi was just playing it a little too—he's acting way too childish. A little, yeah. Like, like in the first one, completely makes sense. You know, first time getting your superpowers this is all new to you. Completely makes sense. This one, he's eighteen. He's not. He or he's almost eighteen. He's not. You know, sixteen anymore. These aren't powers aren't new to him. He's had these for two years. So, I don't know, maybe it's just me. He gets, like, way too... He sounds way too much like a little kid when it comes to playing Shazam. And that is not how Billy is in this movie. Yeah, it feels like two very different people. It really does. And it's it's hard to imagine, like... The way that I see... Like, that I think about it is, can I see... Like, with Adam Brody. Like, with Adam Brody's Super Freddy, can I see Jack Dylan Grazer acting the exact same way? And the answer is always yes. Yep. Same Easy. thing with Darla. I think it's, like I said, exactly the same thing with Darla. Like, Darla is exactly the same in her superhero form as she is as a kid. Same thing with Eugene. Same thing with Pedro. I think, I think the the only reason Pedro is like closer to Billy is because I feel like the, um, and this is just mainly because we didn't we haven't gotten to see like a full, like the change. Like we we haven't got to see them do like any crazy scenes. It's just we've gotten like a couple lines here, couple lines there from Pedro. Yeah. So nothing too significant. Um, so that's the only reason that I'd put him a little bit lower. But yeah, Billy and Shazam—they feel like two very different people. Like there's things that I I couldn't imagine Billy Batson saying when he's in his Shazam form, or Seriously? the way that he's acting. I'm just like, ah, eh, 
I don't know about that. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I do gotta say this. The older Asher Angel gets, the more I think he needs to play Danny Phantom. Dude, he'd be so perfect as Danny Phantom. God, can yeah. that please happen? Dude, it needs to. If there's anything that... What's his name? Butch Butch Harmon? Yeah, Butch Hartman. Yeah, but, uh, Butch Hartman? Yeah, Hartman. Okay, if there's anything that he has created that needs to be in live action, it is freaking Danny Phantom. Yep. Ugh. And please, reference our Dreamcast for the perfect trilogy of movies. Actually, it's a, like a quintelogy. Or, but anyway, I, I digress. The, so the acting overall was, was good. Like My only issue is just be, the difference between Shazam and Billy. That's my main acting issue. But that's also not affecting the acting score too much. I can definitely agree with that. Like, it's just personally, it feels off, but it it's not, like, affecting how I feel about the movie whatsoever. So, uh, where are you sitting with acting? I'd say I'm at, I'm going to say a solid 85. I might be, I'm a few points higher. I think I'm sitting at like 88. That's fair. All right, moving on over to character development. Uh, <laughs> that's all. I have Wait, to do say. you not think he had good growth in this? No, he did. I'm just kidding. I was gonna say, like, I feel like he had no, better no, no. growth Bill- in this than he did the first. No, no, no. He absolutely did. Th- this is actually one of the parts where the movie shined for me. Yeah, I agree. It's just seeing Billy like, like they address it that he's holding on too tight to his family. While they're trying to go off and do his own thing. And he's just trying so hard to not lose what he's gained. That it's starting to affect his relationships with everyone. And he's not wanting it to be that way. But it is that way. He's he's literally tur- He literally is turning into a helicopter parent of his siblings. Yeah. And he's doing everything he can to to protect them like even going so far as to sacrifice himself um to save them from like this horrible hellish lifestyle that they would they would have where all these mythical creatures are come like around and attacking people um so i th- i think there was a a decent amount of growth there where I think he was a bit more like hot headed. It seemed like he had some reservations about fighting. And obviously like he had like backup plans and, and shit, but I think it stood out the most when he went to go talk to Hespera and be like, Hey, this isn't cool. (laughs) And try to like talk her down and, and, Ultimately, it ended up working out in his favor, but I think they did a really good job with with that. No, I agree, and I especially love the whole like as leading into the final battle, how he straight up asks tells asks the wizard like you know 
take my powers. I'm, as you can see, I'm not worthy of this. But the, you know, wizard reassures him that no, I picked you for a reason. Um, and so I, I love the, uh, the reassurance that he gets. That I, I feel that that definitely boosts uh, his character uh, for the final fight. Yeah. Well, I think I think that conversation with the wizard was was really insightful to his um to his his uh thinking because the wizard it wasn't like the wizard was like always on team billy true like he he was just saying like i was trying to find a worthy champion like i got stuck with you but in the end he's just like the power like it just it happened this way it was like it was destiny that this were to happen and you've proved that you're worthy of this power because you chose to share it with people and he says when i was looking for a champion i was looking for someone who was worthy of what me and my family had and no one was worthy enough of that but you have gone and discovered like found something like worthy in of in and of itself like it is something different from what i had with my family but it is still worthy nonetheless and i thought that was just a great a great message no i absolutely agree um again i think the the, the my issue develop like relationship development wise um i think the the with his foster mom I think that that could have been developed a little bit better than it was. Um, it was still kind of heartwarming and sweet to see. Um, but yeah, freaking, I dug it. I, I, there wasn't too much about this that I disliked. No, I absolutely agree. Really, really good character growth. Billy Batson slash Shazam. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm sitting at like an 85 with this one. Yeah, I can match you there. All right, next up we got effects, which huge improvement from the first. Yes, I can definitely agree. There, there were some. I don't know, maybe there were some spotty effects for me. Like the, I'm just like, okay, I can definitely tell that in the there was some CGI elements that like weren't exactly worked out. Just, I think it was like a little with like the the. It was more so at the beginning with um, the flying. I think it was like when they all fell, when they all um, like fell into line, when they all came together at the bridge. For some reason, the way that some of them arrived, it just seemed like the the CGI wasn't complete. Like just it needed a little more tweaking. I can feel you there. Um, like it definitely stood out in that scene. Um, but I think it was just over, like, scenes like that were just overshadowed with how freaking brutal some of the shit that was happening in this movie was. That is fair. Dude, like, Cause... do you remember the freaking, the Daughters of Atlas, like, throwing that dude head first into the damn pillar? Yeah, like, goddamn, that was great. Holy shit. That shit was great. That was fantastic. And then all the other, like, Shit, like when the the monsters start coming out of their, um, their shells, and like there's one dude who just straight up gets impaled and thrown through a gl- like a glass door. Yeah, like, holy God damn! 
Dude, that was brutal. Like, that that shit looks so good. And it, it was just, like, so jarring, too. Because, like, oh, man. Like, so freaking good. Um, my, I have to say, my standout effect, though, was the final battle between Shazam and Calypso, where he's, like, raising into the air, holding the staff, and it just, like, the staff's getting electrocuted, and it's just, like, him in darkness, all you see is his glowing symbol, and he's just, like, rising into the air, like, that's, that looked bitchin that did yeah that that was a great scene yeah i was like that that scene is cooler than anything we saw in black adam (laughs) yeah oh i'm sorry to say i i like this movie a lot more than black adam oh yeah absolutely absolutely um but yeah dude i'm a sucker for like a lightning reveal and so, like, just seeing him where it was—it wasn't like hiding him. It was kind of like the that scene in um, actually, it wasn't even in the freaking like Batman v Superman. Like, remember the the trailer that came out where he's like, you see him floating in the in the clouds, and then like thunder, like or a lightning strike, and then you just see him, like his outline. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking with this scene, but it was so much cooler than that. Yeah, no, it really was. Like, that is easily my favorite freaking scene. <laughs> like, that had so many moments where it was like, you could have just, like, taken a screenshot for an epic poster. Dude, straight up. Um, But, I mean, everything else looked really good. The f- The flying looked good. Um... I thought it was really cool to see the Shazam family fly in to tr- attempt and save that bridge. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I just had a problem with like some of the CGI work with that, but like overall, it was a badass scene. Yeah, dude, I I didn't realize how cool it would it would be to see like six different heroes like have the same power fly in to one scene. Yeah. Like I, that felt so cool to me. Yeah, it really did. Um, I freaking love their their transformations. Like freaking awesome. Um, I'm not sure if you caught this. Do you remember when Shazam gets blasted by the dragon, like the fire breath, and he goes crashing through all the cars? And, like, the little crowd of people that he talks to, like, for a quick moment. Yes, I do remember that scene. So, do you remember the dude in the, the red shirt? Yeah, wasn't he the guy uh, that, um, God, he was, uh, that was uh, at uh, the, like, Philly cheesesteak uh, place uh, when he was about to meet with, um, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, oh no 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 not not that guy the guy in the oh. in the red shirt with like the the yellow like, oh neckline. yeah i didn't know at first but yeah i saw like wasn't that like the original shazam yeah from the yeah. from the show it how old is that freaking show one sec 
I love when they do that kind of shit. That's really cool. I do too. I love that they th- put him in the shirt too. Yeah. So, oh, from freaking 1974. Holy shit. Yeah, so he so he played Billy Batson. Real okay. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, so he wasn't like Shazam, but he I love like how he was the one I th- didn't he call him Captain Marvel? I think so. Cuz I'm pretty sure that's what he went as as uh, are in Shazam. Like, I don't think they could. yeah. A young boy able to transform into the superhero Captain Marvel by calling out Shazam. That is so cool. That is really cool. So I'm glad that they were able to like have that little tie-in for him. Agreed. Which not an not an effect or or whatever, but still, still really cool. Yeah, I loved the the burnt effect on Shazam's costume. Yes, that looks so badass. Yeah, it it kind of made it feel like a cooler version of Black Adam. <laughs> Dude, straight up, straight up. Like, I, I just want to look at what Black Adams like, but yeah, it it felt way freaking cooler. So I, I dug the hell out of that. Um, yeah, there weren't very many f- effects that I disliked. No, same here, man. This might be one of my higher scores. Like, I'm I'm in the mid nineties. I would say I'm at a solid nine. Yeah, I think I'll give it like a 94. Fair. Absolutely fair. All right, next up we got music. Uh, uh, did like anything stand out to you? There was a few songs that stood out to me. Not anything that's like mind-blowing or whatever, but it like there was a decent amount of like good songs. For some reason, I'm like drawing a blank on a what all the or, wow, what all the songs were on the soundtrack. Gotta look this up. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Oh, like when they were saving the the people on the bridge and they were playing the the holding out for oh, a hero song. Yeah, dude, freaking, freaking loved I his love Billy's line. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. Did I? Like actually save you while you listen to this song. Like get out. <laughs> you you know what? I'd be the same way. Cause like, come on, that's just t- too perfect. Yeah, they had a. I don't know how like accurate this is, but like they had the, a little less conversation. I know that played during the credits. Um, that stuff seems like it was from the first. But I mean, the soundtrack was was really good it yeah it really was yeah i I don't think it was like an a nine by any means but i think it definitely deserves an eight yeah i can give you that all right next up we got costumes and bro huge step up from the first one whoa hot damn was it a step up dude like I'm, I'm actually okay that they don't have the hoods anymore. I like that it's just a cape. Agreed, absolutely agreed. And it doesn't look like it actually looks like it conforms to their body now. It doesn't look like it's just like padded muscle. Yeah, and dude, 
the freaking I love one of the the issues that I was like having when I saw all of the promotional stuff for their new costumes was I was afraid that it wasn't going to like the lightning bolt wasn't going to glow, but the fact that it still glows, it's just a lot more subtle and it like, it only really seems to like noticeably glow at night or in dark space was yes. oh inspired choice. Like I freaking loved that about all of their costumes. So, oh, like, Freaking genius by the costume designers. Um, I love the new details of the suit. Like, it kind of adds a little bit more flair to the suit itself and not so just plain. Agreed. Like, cause, cause the first one, it, it was like, it seriously looked like just a straight up red spandex suit. Like, here, it kind of has some. Um, like different layers, like different fabric textures. Um, like I, I like those little, uh, those silver tabs that are kind of like outlining the arms and the, the chest legs and, and everything like that all feels really good. The bracers are freaking amazing too. Um, shit, like. I think the like I just think overall like it looks so much freaking better than the first. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And yeah, I think I think there still could have been a hood, but I mean, I'm not upset that there's not. And then the freaking like the buttons for like for their cape, like those looked super cool too. They did. But I I love the the variations between them. Like, I liked how, like, Pedro's and uh, Freddy's outfits kind of were, like, silver bracers instead of gold. Same thing with Eugene. How Darla's is a little bit, has, like, purple highlights on it. Yeah. And then Mary Marvel, like, she feels like, or, I get Mary. <laughs> Sorry, I called her by her comic book name. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mary like totally has a Wonder Woman vibe about her. Yes, she does. So I I freaking love their costumes, dude. Like, there's nothing that I dislike about them. Same, yeah, same here. They are perfect. If you can think of any, uh, if you can think of um, like a movie that just like automatically is thousand times better because the costumes are such a huge improvement from the first one. This is one that I would definitely rank high. Oh yeah. Looking at the comparison, like someone has like a direct comparison, like from the first to the second where Mary's outfit was just straight up, like really flowy dress. And then all of theirs, it was like just the basic color with gold, like the same gold bracers, belt boots. Like, no one had any variation in their suit. No. And so all of theirs, like, look a lot better. I especially like that it's definitely, like, the darker color now. Because nothing against, like, the first one, but, like, I felt like Pedro's, like, li- little too lime green. Uh, Freddy's was a little too bright blue. So I appreciate yeah. that. The, definitely darker colors this time around. Yeah, the muted colors help out a lot. 
Yep. And I didn't realize how big of a difference, like, that Wonder Woman-style skirt would make for Mary. Yeah, same here. Same here. Like, I mean, the flowy dress is, is cool and all, but you, you can't beat, like, the freaking armor-feeling skirt. Yep, agreed. So, I think wonderful decisions made all around. I also kind of appreciate that they... Like, this is going to sound weird, but I, I do appreciate that they covered Darla up a little bit more. <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. Like, they gave her sleeves. Or, kind of. Like, they're short sleeves, but they're still sleeves. And then... Mary's outfit, like, she got full, like, long sleeves. Like, perfection. Pure per yeah. for perfection. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about you. I'm at a 10. You know what? I can give you that. Hell yeah. All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. So, who do you want to go first? I want to hear yours last, so... Okay. I'll go first. So, overall, I felt that this was a decent sequel. I had a good time. Um, it was fun watching these characters again. Uh, I have some problems with Zachary Levi's performance especially, but you can definitely tell he is still having a really good time playing this character. Um, the villains are good. Uh, okay, I would say they're, they're decent. I had a good time with them. So yeah, overall, it's, it's it's like I said, it's a decent sequel. I still enjoyed the first one more. Um, so I personal Caleb might kill me for this. I'm at a seventy-five. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, you're good. Um, yeah, I can't say I'm that low, but. <laughs> I I had a really good time with this movie. It is on par, I feel, with the original. Like I had just as good of a time watching the first one as I did the second one. Um yes, I think where we definitely agree is with the whole Zachary Levi um like his performance versus what Asher Angel brings to the character of um, Billy Batson. They don't quite line up, but that was cons it's consistent through the first movie as it is through this one. Um, and I think it's on the same level. I don't think he goes any further um, into the like the comedic kitty route that that he or than he does in the first. So. I do appreciate that, that he doesn't take it further. I think he, if anything, I think he try he attempts to dial it back, but it doesn't, it still is just a little too far in that, that field. So I think with, with that, some of the little minor improvements that I would have made, um, just to get those real emotional impacts, um, just to hit a little harder. And like I said, that was mostly referring to the relationship with his foster mom and um, and all that good stuff. Maybe a little bit more 
comedic with the with the dad. I, like again, it's just it's minor tweaks that I think would have really helped this film out, but nothing that's going to just like just kill this score for me. Um, so with that, I'm probably uh, I'm probably a little higher in in my score than I was for the f- actually no I think I'm about the same where I was with the first so I think I'm, I'm sitting at like an 85 okay that's fair um so yeah but with that uh yeah that concludes this this breakdown so if if going through the uh, the categories real quick um story is sitting at a 77 which is our lowest score like that's where this movie had the biggest issues writing got bumped up a a little bit sitting at an 83 acting it bumped up again sitting at an 86.5 character development was down just a little sitting at an 85 effects had a big jump sitting at a 92 Music was pretty good. Um, they didn't have anything too like iconic, but everything worked. They did have a, a, a decent soundtrack because they did throw in some popular songs. Uh, so that's sitting at an eight. Costumes, superhero movie, like very few of these are ever going to not be a ten. Uh, so we're sitting at a ten with that, and then our personal score averaged out to an eighty. Um, so putting that through our algorithm, the final All Bros letter grade for Shazam! Fury of the Gods has come out to a... B+. Okay, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, It is sitting at an 86.06%. Okay. Yeah, so let me... Oh, it like barely cracked B+. (laughs) Oh shit! That's funny. It it is literally our la- our last B plus movie. Damn! Like out of let's see, fifty three. Yeah, out of fifty. So it's the fifty third out of fifty three B plus movies. That's funny. Yeah, so it is. It's actually perfectly tied with uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. <laughs> okay, all right, I can I can accept that. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah I can. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So let's. So yeah, so where this is ranking, like I said, it's the bottom of our B plus. So that puts it. Below Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, it is below Spider-Man Homecoming. It's below Sing 2 and Captain Marvel, which are tied at an 86.25. Okay. And then it is below Spoiler Alert, which is at an 86.37. Son of a bitch. What? It ended up below Black Adam. Damn it! (laughs) Son of... Okay, I kick myself. God damn it, Jonathan. Like we said... Okay, so like we said at the beginning, the... 
the percentages don't really mean shit. <laughs> it's the score. True. It's like the, it's the grade that we we look for. So, in that sense, Black Adam and Shazam: Fury of the Gods scored the same. Okay. Like they are, they are both at a B plus, but percentage wise, it scored half a point higher. So the so Shazam: Fury of the Gods is sitting at an eighty six point zero six, where Black Adam is sitting at an eighty six point five, and I gotta say that is the most infuriating thing I've ever said today. Yeah, I I would absolutely agree. It's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's just damn it. <laughs> Ah oh, man, that's so close, so, so freaking close. Um, I mean, just for shits and giggles, I want to see where. Uh... Okay, so it's sitting above Shazam. Really? Yeah. So we Damn. gave Shazam an eighty-three point two five, and that's sitting at a B. Okay. And then Shazam: Fury of the Gods is eighty-six point zero six, which is a B plus. So it is a three point difference, or a th- yeah, three percent difference between wow. Shazam and Fury of the Gods. Okay. So I mean, I'm not too upset about that. No, I'm I'm not either. I, I will admit. Yeah, it's just the Black Adam that freaking kills me. Yeah, that pisses me <laughs> off. God damn it! <laughs> I'm firing myself. Oh. But like we said, the uh, it's just the final grade that matters. So it's it's technically on the same level as Black Adam. But damn, <laughs> seriously, so close. <laughs> Do you think it should have been higher than Black Adam? Oh yeah, absolutely. I want. I want to see the where. For- the more I think about Black up. Adam, the more I don't. The more my score goes down. All right, so we gave we gave the story lower than Black Adam, which I I'll give it there. I th- I think I did like the overall story of Black Adam a little better than Shazam. Um, the writing we gave lower, but barely. Acting was lower. Character development we went higher. Effects we went higher. Music was the same. Costumes were the same. And our personal score was higher, surprisingly. I kick myself for that. <laughs> yeah. So I so what 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 put Black Adam like higher was the, the difference between the story. Damn. And like I said, we, we just li- we liked the story of Black Adam a little bit more. Son of a bitch. <laughs> or we were nicer to it, I guess. But still, I mean, I don't disagree with any of those scores, unfortunately. I hate that. I hate when there's like a, a movie that I'm just like, no, that's bullshit. Like, we were wrong. And I go back to the scores and I'm just like, damn it. Like, we actually, <laughs> we were spot on. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That's where, uh, where it's sitting. All right. Well, unless you got anything else you want to say about Shazam Fury of the Gods. Uh, other than go check it out and show it some love, like, not really. <laughs> All right. 
I, but I would agree with Caleb. Show it some love. Um, well, if you like what you heard and you want to f- hear more of our amazing voices, you can follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. Especially where you're listening to now. You found us. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube if that is your preferred listening platform. If you want to contact us with any suggestions uh, for an episode or uh, any uh, suggestions for our mini breakdowns that we do on uh, Instagram and TikTok, um, you can uh, let us know about those. Uh, you can do the you can do that uh, through either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or email us. Uh, with Facebook, you can do so at facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Albros, or you can email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com. If you want to check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros, or you can check out our merch store, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. Uh, next week on the podcast, we'll be breaking down the original Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, with special guest DJ from the Untrained Eye, it is going to be such a fun time. Um, it's going to be very interesting where we all sit at this movie because I've never seen this movie in full yet. Uh, me and Caleb, and hopefully DJ, are going to have a little uh, VR movie night uh, with it, which I'm very excited for. So it's going to be very interesting how this movie ranks for everyone because a lot of people would agree that this movie is hot garbage. Um, but we'll see where the three of us rank it. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time. It's going to be a good episode. Um, so you can look forward to that next week. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we'll see you guys next week. So long. Deuces.